Hello and welcome to the Keto Man's Club podcast. We're glad you're here, where each week we talk about men's health and lifestyle. We do so with the foundation of the ketogenic diet and lifestyle. If you don't know what keto is, stick around and you'll find out. The podcast will bring you real honest fun. Each week we strive to uncover the tips and tricks that you can use in your everyday life to maximize your overall health and find the clearest path to becoming the best version of yourself that you were meant to be. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Keto Man's Club podcast. My name is Chris. I'm one of your co-hosts and we're excited to have you here today. We've got another one of our Keto Man's Club members joining us today and we are excited to get talk with him and get to hear a little bit about his story on uh, in, as it relates to the ketogenic journey and all of that. He's a strong man. It's going to be good. Just really truthfully, it's going to be a great conversation. So you stick around. Before we do, let me go ahead and introduce my co-host so that we can make sure that everybody knows everybody. Uh, to my virtual right, I have Mr. Jim Inman. Say hi, Jim. Hello, sir. How are you tonight, this morning, today, whatever time our listeners catching us? Yes, uh, I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good, good. Good. And to my virtual left, we have Mr. Alberto Casayas. Say hi. Hey, how's it going, everyone? Okay, so we are, uh, uh, you know, having a great week. Uh, it's been a, a it, it, just to, to go ahead and, and give you some perspective on when we're recording this versus uh, when the podcasts have come out. Uh, we just released today episode two, so we're we're recording this a little bit in, a, in advance, and that's cool. It's fine. Uh, so the uh, reviews so far have been pretty good, and we actually wanted to highlight one of those reviews. Let me go ahead and bring that up. While Chris is bringing that up, um, we are very grateful. Um, uh, for the people who are finding us on di different platforms as well. Um, of course, um, iTunes, uh, the podcast options there, but also Spotify, our Facebook group. People are finding the links that we're putting in there. We started an Instagram as well. So people are finding us all over the place. And kudos to all of you men out there that are listening, enjoying it, and uh, finding us wherever the case may be as the podcast grows. We're really excited to have you uh, subscribe and continue to listen as we bring you um, all these great stories of the men in the Keto Man's Club and it's it's just awesome how the uh, first ten days or so in the first two editions or two episodes have uh, done so far. So I did I found that review and and this one is from that fat guy seventy three. So probably formerly fat, hopefully. Uh, but you know those those uh, IDs kind of stick with you. And uh, this was a five star review and he said finally a place for men to talk keto. There's a lot of podcasts about keto that are by men and feature men, but this one puts it out there that they're going to offer support and perspective specifically to guys living a keto journey. I think that's a unique take on this landscape and I can't wait to see what it to, what's to come. The hosts clearly get that we all approach this way of eating, this way of life really from different angles. And I think together they'll represent the spectrum well. Good job so far, Jess. That just warms my heart. When I read that today, I was just like, oh my gosh, that's exactly what I wanted whenever I first got this, this inkling of an idea. And when me and Jim and Alberto all started talking about putting this thing together. That was our heart, right guys? Absolutely. Oh yeah, of course. So, so it's, it's awesome to hear the feedback uh, echoing back exactly what uh, we were hoping that, that you guys uh, out there listening would be able to get from our podcast. So, so excited to, to get to uh, see that type of response. So what else is going on in the keto verse? 
Jim, do you have anything? <laughs> I wasn't sure which one was going to yeah, go you, first there. Usually so we like, just talk over silent. each other. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, we'll edit that out in uh, the follow-up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, I think um, the continued growth of the group, number one, um, we're seeing um, a lot of guys as we transition from uh, spring into summer. And, uh, you know, it's we're seeing the before and after photos continuing on. Uh, guys are putting up pictures of, you know, our, uh, our buddy Joey, who was on a week or so back on one of the previous episodes you can listen to that um in the archives uh but he had uh, swim trunks that he hadn't had bought in a size medium hadn't been in those for years he said <clears throat> excuse me so just uh that transition and getting out and things has been fantastic no no uh it's just wonderful to see guys taking this on and really uh, maximizing the keto way of life and how it's improving in a lot of different ways for them yes sir absolutely absolutely alberto how about you what's going on with your world just another week uh you know, work's getting crazy busy, which is adding a little bit of stress on everything. Uh, I will add that my newborn son, who's now just over two months old, is finally allowing us five to six hours of continued sleep, which is a godsend. I, I wake up, you know, when he wakes up at two in the morning so he can eat and I lay in bed wide awake because my body is just completely not used to getting that much sleep in a row. So so that that is a beautiful thing. I also want to throw a little shout out to the guy I talked way too much about in general, uh, by, who is now my good friend, uh, John Oaks, had surgery. I had a big tumor removed. Uh, that apparently went well. He seems to be on the mend. He's you know, posting videos of himself being himself again. So that, that's always good to see. He was in the store being a gangster. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and almost crashed into someone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then almost crashed into himself. So, yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, so it's been a good week. Um, so What about you, Christopher? Oh, in my world, it's been pretty just uh, busy, um, as is always. I've been in some training stuff for a new role at work, which has uh, started to wrap up. And... Uh, at least the training and then the new role is kind of kicking in start to try to take some calls very slow coming in right now so i don't get to i have got i've got mentors over my shoulder and they're uh they're not able to really mentor much because i'm not getting the right type calls yet but uh it, that is what it is that's the life of a call center person so i can live with that that's okay uh so yeah it's it pretty much just uh pretty standard keto life for me in general uh so okay well alberto let's go ahead and dive in and uh introduce our guest right on uh first a little backstory which i'm sure he's gonna find amusing uh he got a hold of me we met actually on another another facebook page uh the ketogenic athlete which i, I helped admin that page too and he had some very interesting questions about his uh his training of choice. So he, he friended me and we went back and forth, got along instantly. And one day uh, on his feed pops up this little thing about a deadlift hex bar challenge. And uh, so he put on there, yeah, I've been seeing this challenge. And, and mind you, this is exactly how it read. He's been seeing this challenge floating around. Basically, you load weight onto a hex bar and you go for 100 reps in the shortest amount of time possible. And the way it read was, I just put 225 pounds on, which was probably five or 10 pounds more than he was weighing at the time. And I did it in 1554. I, I, I looked it up. I researched it. That was your time, 1554. And so my dumbass, <laughs> this is intriguing. So what do I do? I go to the gym. I load up 225 pounds on a hex bar. I go for this thing, finish it in just over 13 minutes, I might add. Get a hold of him to brag to him, in which he tells me, oh, uh, 225, I just took my body weight and rounded up. You were supposed to do it at your body weight for the 100 reps. I weigh 175 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> so I loaded that bottle with 50 pounds more than I weigh. Needless to say, I beat his time. Hopefully, I impressed him a little bit, and it completely ruined me <laughs> for like the next two or three days where I could barely walk. Like, driving hurt. I was so sore. <laughs> 
And with that, I would like to introduce our guest, uh, Aaron Overstreet. He is a member of the Keto Man's Club, and he is a strongman, a competitive strongman. And uh, I am really looking forward to this interview. And, and man, thanks for joining us, buddy. Hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, that is an amazing story. And yes, uh, you impressed me enough to continue our friendship. How about that? <laughs> Well, I do recall the day later. It was a day or two later. I, I was messaging you, just pretty much cursing you out. <laughs> uh huh. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I believe it was a couple of paragraphs of words I can't mention on the podcast, but that's okay. <laughs> I, I've never had tears come to my eyes while using a foam roller until after that experience. That that is that is for sure. That's the only way to make it work right, man. <laughs> and it did for sure. It did, did I did I tell you a week or two later I did it in eleven minutes? <laughs> oh, you had to say that, didn't you? And it's yeah. recorded now, so the challenge has been right. put out. All right, all right. Well, in all fairness, I'm going to stick to the 225. <laughs> all right, that's cool. That's cool. I'm down with that. Alberto, I, I will. I will faithfully stand beside you and film you. I will not participate. <laughs> oh, don't think you're getting out of this. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> myself into. Anyway. Yeah, Chris, you're going to be there with him. You got to do it too, man. Yeah, we. They only have one hectare. Well, it'll be one of those things where that will be the only thing we yeah. do that day because I did not make that. I made that mistake last time where it was not the only thing I did that, and then I did my 200 <laughs> times 200, which is another story in itself. And uh, yeah, that was a. Uh, Let's just say I, I, I've matured and learned since those two experiences combined. <laughs> oh, no, you haven't. We can talk into some other dumb stuff, I'm sure. <laughs> All you got to oh, yeah, say is challenge for him, and he's like on board. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> this is a guy who sees the 5K path that's coming by his house and just suddenly signs up to go running. So it all <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Yeah. I can't argue. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so, so, Aaron, uh, uh, for, for the people that don't know, because I, I really didn't know until you started posting all these videos and stuff here uh, online, but uh, explain exactly what a strong man is and what a strong man does and, and pretty much your, your training sport of choosing. Um, strong man is pretty much picking up the dumbest stuff you can pick up as heavy as you can for either time, reps, or max effort weight. Um, there's multiple different levels, just like any sport. You have regular local stuff. You have regionals, nationals, um, world strongest. Obviously, that's the stuff you're going to see on TV on ESPN. I don't know if anybody's anybody, yeah, anybody that's listening's ever caught any of that on TV, but you got guys pulling tanks with a rope attached to their back. You got uh, any, anything and everything. Picking up boat anchors that are hundreds and hundreds of pounds, flipping thousand pound tires, carrying a thousand pounds on their back. The world record deadlift is 1,150 pounds right now. Uh, it's just anything crazy and stupid. And you got into this because how? <laughs> right. Um, well, I've seen it on TV and I've always thought it was cool ever since I was a kid, you know, as long as I can remember. Um, but uh, about two years ago, I became friends with a powerlifter that also did strongman. And he knew the gym owners for the gym that I go to now, Quasi Strongman. And I went down there one time and hung out with him and trained a little bit and uh, fell in love and have been doing it ever since. Okay. Very cool. So let's go back to the beginning. We, we've kind of gotten into what the strongman stuff is, but kind of give us a, a summary of who you are, where you came from, uh, things like that. Kind of give us some some background on on Aaron. Right, for sure. Um, currently, I'm 40, well, 39. I'll be 40 in February. Um, I've been doing keto since January, uh, the second week, I believe. 
Uh, I started around 240 some pounds. I'm now down to 210 to 215 ish. Uh, my competition weight class that I tried to stay in is 220. So luckily when I go low enough, I get to just eat more kind of like what Alberto just did. Um, <laughs> My whole life, I've been overweight pretty much as long as I can remember. I got made fun of when I was in elementary school for being the fat kid. Um, I just always loved eating. Still do, of course, but, you know, obviously different stuff. But I just always ate and ate and ate and ate and ate and I was overweight. And uh, when I was about 18, I met a guy that was into bodybuilding and he actually talked me into going to the gym with him once. He told me after a couple of years of training together that he never expected me to come back after that first day just because, you know, I was a punk kid and he didn't think anything of it, just invited me over and I fell in love with lifting and I tried to follow bodybuilding for years, but I, you know, I wasn't competing in bodybuilding and I wasn't quite training like a bodybuilder, but I was reading all of the food that they were consuming. So I would eat like a mofo, like six full meals a day, snacks on top of that, just eat, eat, eat. Um, and throughout that course of time, I ended up, my highest was 320 pounds. And then from then, uh, I've done a plethora of different kinds of training regimens from bodybuilding, powerlifting, strongman. I've competed in the Highland Games. Um, I've done beach body programs, you know, at home videos, all kinds of different stuff to lose the weight. So when you say at your top, you were 325, was this fat? Was this muscle? Because if you're, if you're working out so much, obviously you said the six meals a day, but if you're working out, were you, were you, right. were you ripped? Were you, what, what was your body? No, I wish like? that's, that's what I had hoped reading the magazines and following the program. But no, I was, I was a uh, super fatty. Okay. I mean, I was, there was muscle underneath there and I was somewhat strong at that time, but, um, it was, I don't even know my body fat percentage at that time. It, I guarantee it was probably 30%, if not more. Mm -hmm. Um, and then over time I just, I started delivering bread, which is kind of funny since I do keto now and don't eat anything that I deliver, but I started delivering bread. And one morning I bent over to tie my shoes at work and I couldn't breathe from tying my shoes. I believe I was 26, 24, 26 and decided that I needed to do something. And so I, you know, did the bro diet and the bodybuilding diet and I lost some weight and, uh, enjoyed bodybuilding. So I eventually went from 320 down to 176 pounds and competed in bodybuilding. Wow. And then, yeah, that was over the course of a couple of years. But, um, and then after that, my celebratory meal was two days straight of all the carbs I could cram into my face <laughs> and I never saw my abs again. So, okay. Yeah. So let's, so obviously you've kind of been around the block a few times going up and down, you know, one way or another. Uh, and, and you found some things that worked for you, meaning that you worked your, your tail off, but that didn't stick. And was right. that just the lifestyle or was that, that? the that the the method wasn't good enough or, or what and I, I guess the the core of my question more is as compared to that time whenever you did such a big cut and got down so low to now what's the difference and what's the thing that's going to make this keto thing stick for you Right. Perfect. Perfect question. So I feel like I've always been addicted to food. Like it's always, that's what I do. If I'm upset, I eat. If I'm happy, I eat. If I'm mad, I eat. If we're celebrating, I eat. That's what we do. So, you know, I, I would always just eat whatever also, or like I would diet down and get to a certain weight and feel comfortable. 
and or would get compliments and you know people would tell me I would I would look good or whatever. And I'm like, okay, I can have that donut now. That's fine. Okay, that was just one donut. I can have two or three or four or six or twelve. And it it's always been a cycle. I've always gone up twenty or forty pounds and then down and then up and then down. Um, I've tried keto multiple times before and always enjoyed it. But then again, once I got to a certain weight or felt like that was good enough, I'd get off it and just eat garbage. So and then getting into strength sports like powerlifting and strawman, if you ever see any of them, the majority of them are usually fat. I mean, they're super duper strong and muscular, but they're usually fat as well. So my last time uh, going from 240 down to 220 to to make my weight for competition, I decided to get back on keto and stick with it. And that's what I've been doing ever since. Um, all right. So your last competition, you had posted, a. am I'm, I'm taking this back to, to, to strong man. You had posted uh, a bunch of pictures and a bunch of videos of, uh, let me make sure I get this right. You, you were carrying kegs, you were pulling a truck, uh, you were carrying what looked like just these weighted plates on a T handle up and down stairs. Yep. Uh, it seemed like it was all for time and, uh, not gonna lie. It looked really, really hard. So uh, was this the first strongman competition you've done strictly keto or is this your first strongman competition altogether? This, I believe this last one that I just had in, was it March? That was, uh, I believe my fifth competition and in my first, uh, first keto competition, um, being in the, the ketogenic athlete and the keto man's group, um, I haven't been able to find a whole lot of information about strength sports and keto. A lot of the people are like runners or Ironman athletes or whatever. And no matter what I looked for, it seemed like there wasn't a whole lot of strength athletes doing keto. So I decided that since I couldn't find the information that I was just going to do it myself and try and figure it out. Mostly that was because of Alberto also, because he told me since I couldn't find the information that I needed to do it myself and write a book. So I figured I might as well give it a shot and see how it went. Well, in that case, you're welcome. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. And you will have to put an acknowledgement to him and the, the thank yous before you, you know, print and everything. Right. Yeah, and and I, and I remember that specific that specific conversation when he was asking about it, and it was like it was crickets because you know, I mean, yeah, there's power lifters, people that power lift on keto, but you know, strongman, I would say, is, is comparable to power lifting, but it's also a different monster. And this guy's picking up the logs and axle deadlifts and you know circus dumbbells and you know stuff like that and then you know no one had had been able to give him a response and i i sure didn't have one so i said well like if i were you this is how i would approach it um and and while you're at it no one can offer you advice so why don't you write the book right and it's kind of i guess it kind of just it's kind of just stuck with him for a minute and 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 he seems to be doing pretty damn well ever since yep absolutely so let me ask you something aaron when you're these competitions and things i know that you said that you've done keto off and on over the years but you kind of started back right at the start of this year have you have you talked to other guys or, well other athletes i guess men and women both who are have done keto or are doing have they seen the benefits like what you are seeing in yourself over the last six seven months or so uh like strength wise or just or are you are you well i mean i guess what I, I let me rephrase it are you the are you the lone keto strong man out there or are there others that um are doing this as well and are and maybe you're getting some feedback like man i never expected that you could do this eating steak and cheese all day so gotcha. no like at my gym we have multiple athletes in powerlifting and in strongman men and women and it seems like almost 
everybody's tried keto, but nobody sticks with it. And then to my knowledge, I'm the only one that, you know, I haven't talked to everyone in the sport, obviously. So sure. yeah. I'm the only one, I'm the only one I know that has stuck, stuck it out so long and continue to train and compete in any strength sport. Why do you feel that this is the right thing for you in where you're at in your workout and strongman journey? Well, it mostly boils down to, um, I'm almost 40 and being overweight. I don't want to be yeah. fat my whole life. Obviously, you know, that's how most of us are. And it, you know, a lot of the stuff that I've read, watched, listened to talks about how healthy of a lifestyle eating keto is. Fair point. And I'm, you know, I'm totally down with that. Good. And so far, it hasn't affected anything negatively in any way. So there's, you know, I don't see any point in changing. Sure, so. sure. And that's a that's a perfect follow, or that that kind of feeds my follow up question. A lot of times, uh, endurance athletes and other athletes that uh, are higher performance, they often claim that they'll feel this energy dip whenever they go keto or these different things. What was that experience like for you as as a practicing professional athlete? Did you see a dip? in performance or has it been only a boost in the beginning i would say the first couple of months or so like it's kind of felt like things slowed down a little bit like sometimes i was sluggish sometimes i didn't feel quite as strong as i was previously but i geared everything off of going into that last competition because they determine the weights they predetermine the weights for you and so training for the previous competition to this second one my strength felt pretty much the same i didn't feel off or anything okay very good so it all it all went very well to me that's that's great and that's you know you 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 always want that and it, it makes sense there's probably going to be a little bit of adjustment when your body's switching fuel sources it's like switching your car to rock protein, right. propane instead of or solar instead of gasoline it's just a totally different fuel and so it takes a little while to get all the uh, the gears in the right places and get the mechanisms uh, loosened up because they've always been there uh you just your body just didn't get the chance to use them so outside of the sports what type of impact have you seen uh, or outside of sport and, you know, the benefit of like losing weight and, and the, the other health benefits that you've seen, what, uh, what other things are you noticing now that you've been keto for a few, for a few months and, and have really, you know, dove in deep? Uh, as far as like how I feel, how you feel or... life in general, all that. Gotcha. Um, well, I mean, with eating in the keto style, I feel, I feel healthier and lighter and Everything seems easy, not easier, I guess, but like when I would eat carbs and junk, you just feel bad. So work life would be slow and, you know, I'd be grumpier and whatever. But, um, you know, when it's time to put the pedal to the metal, I usually feel good throughout the day and. What about, um, have you had any medical checkups or have you been to a doctor over the years? Have they seen any changes in blood work or physiology or anything like that? Unfortunately, no. I just never really bothered. The only thing I've ever done is uh, weighed in at a local supplement store and have kept track of weight and muscle mass and all that kind of stuff. But mm -hmm. yeah, I haven't checked any, any actual medical situations. Well, I let me just tell know you, that I feel you, better. When you turn 40, your eyesight goes and then just fall apart. No. <laughs> <laughs> you enjoy your life. Well, life this lifestyle would happen sooner, but. <laughs> no, totally kidding. Totally kidding. You going back um, 
not to, not to ask another question, but when you said you growing up, you know, you're a big kid and all of that was, was that, um, family trait kind of thing? Um, because you know, some people will say, well, I'm just big bone like everybody else in my family or whatever the case may be. Were you, was this part of your lifestyle or were you odd man out at times? Um, family wise, um, it was less than half. I mean, some cousins, aunts, uncles, whatever were overweight. My dad was overweight most of my life and he also, he would crash diet and fluctuate huge numbers and you know dieting off and on half my life it's just that's been part of it you know yeah so uh you said that you were doing some of the like the in-body scale scan is what i'm probably guessing that you've you've been doing at the health food store yep. and since going uh, keto this time you're losing weight kind of confirm for us because you know guys like me and alberto we know that this is the case i i know that i'm building muscle mass i know that alberto's only built muscle mass for a long time uh but, but kind <laughs> Kind of give added fuel to the fire to the conversation that you can build and or keep muscle but do keto what what are those numbers uh showing you see i knew you were gonna test me i wish i had my paperwork i knew you were gonna do that to me <laughs> um so <laughs> we told you I there was a to test I, come on right see i always fail i told you i was gonna fail um anyways uh i if i remember to go i try and go once a month um and like I said, when I started in January, I was about 240 and I've gone down 10 pounds a month, roughly pretty steadily. That's another big thing about eating this way. It seems like it's always pretty steady. There's not a whole lot of fluctuation, but um, every single time I've gone in, I've been lower in body fat. And I've either had the same amount of muscle mass or more consistently this whole entire time. Are you where you want to be? Oh, well, I am at home, so I think I am where I want to be. Well, I'm, I'm talking physically, right. though, with, that, <laughs> with this weight loss. Shut up. <laughs> uh, this um, call is coming to an end. No, just... <laughs> oh, sweet. That's all I had to do to get rid of him, huh, guys? All right. <laughs> I get asked that question often, you know, because people see the difference and see the weight loss and well, when are you going to stop? What are you going to, you know, where do you want to be? And I, the only good answer I have is that I want to be as lean as I can, be as strong as I can and be as healthy as I can for as long as I can. And my weight class that I compete in is the 220 weight class. So I can, I have to stay just under that. But once you get down to like one, uh, I think it's 198, maybe then that bumps me out of that weight class. If I go down that weight class, that's probably fine. But I'm not like the scale doesn't matter to me. I just want to be as lean and as strong as I can be. So if that's 220 solid muscle like Alberto, then I'm all for it. He needs the end of 220. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that, that's awesome, man. So so just uh, you know, we keep talking about strong man. We keep bringing up training, and uh, let's let's run through some of your numbers. Give us your 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 favorite and least favorite lift. Uh, your strongest and your weakest lifts. And uh, if you got to go into a little explanation, because, you know, some of the stuff that you do is is a little, it, it's not, you know, your typical, your, your typical lifts that you'd see at a gym, but uh, you've moved some numbers, man. So, uh, I mean, lay it on us. What, what are your favorite moves? Well, most, my absolute most favorite favorite is, is deadlift. It doesn't matter what kind or how it gets done, but deadlifting, I've deadlifted uh, a car for 21 reps before for a, uh, a charity organization called Lift for the 22 to represent uh, the 22 veterans that commit suicide every year so we uh we put on a little exhibition out front of the gym and we had a car deadlifted so i i deadlifted a car for 22 reps that's, so that's kind of impressive i'm imagining this was not a, a little vw beetle either no it was uh it was a four-door sedan i guess i don't know yep okay yeah that's uh that's a good time um <laughs> I, I just love lifting, man. Everything's my favorite. Well, I guess not everything, but most things are my favorite. We, uh, Alberto mentioned that, uh, circus dumbbell earlier and that's kind of, kind of a pain in my ass, but.
but so if you can imagine the biggest dumbbell you've seen in your gym, it's probably about four times that size. The handle wow. is the handle is anywhere from two inches to three inches around. So you can't even get your hand. Well, normal human beings can't get their hand all the way around the handle and you have to set it up on your shoulder partially on your head to press it overhead. So you start on the ground, you, you, you kind of one handed clean this thing up into your shoulder. And then from your shoulder, it looks like you do like a little bit of a dip and then you got to, you got to straighten that arm out and pretty much statue of Liberty, this thing. Yep. Absolutely. And ours, ours at our gym empty are 80 pounds and 98 pounds. And then you can put weights on them. So what's the most you've ever done? The most I've ever successfully completed was 125 pounds once. I believe the world record somewhere in the 340 range. Mm. So you're close. Yeah, I'm real close. <laughs> And uh, what what about deadlift and squat? Um, my all time regular conventional deadlift is five oh five. My squat is five fifteen, and my bench pressing for me is kind of weak. But my my all time bench is three fifteen once. Everything else is just it just depends on what's happening and what's going on. But like my last competition was an axle, which is that's two inches two inch bar instead of a regular bar. And you clean and press it. That was uh, two twenty five for one rep, and then you go straight to the log press, which is exactly how it sounds it's a giant log size bar that has weights on the end of it and you clean and press that so that was 225 and i just missed that one but i've i've done 225 before but so as somebody who's not totally familiar with the strongman idea how are you judged for doing these things is it based on your body look as you're doing it is it based on the fact that you can do it and how long it takes you how how are you scored to be the best in the competition right you have first it starts with the weight classes so however many people are in your weight class that's how many points there are like if i have five people in my weight class yep. you then they have an event set up like the first event that i did was that axle clean and press log clean and press and then circus dumbbell press that's one event out of the whole entire contest so if uh let's say i well i axle pressed and then i missed the log and didn't get to go to the circus dumbbell i get a point for the axle the next mm -hmm. guy that goes same weight class he does the axle and the log he automatically beats me the next guy goes he does the axle the log and the circus dumbbell for one he beats that guy and so on and so forth okay and then other events like uh alberto said there was a truck pull you know each guy in the weight class gets a turn whoever pulls it the fastest you know does the best second fastest third fastest and so on okay and then at the end of the at the end of the day it's all all events are tallied and then you get a placing from there yeah and when i say truck pull I, I, he's not wearing a harness and pulling a truck he is he's he's basically got his his feet not even fit like you know he's bracing up against a two by four on the floor and he's got a rope in his hands and he's pulling a truck hand over hand yep the rope's connected to the truck and then uh it's arm over arm pull you just pull with your back and your arms and get that thing pulling towards you like it's going to run you over. Wow. And you enjoy this. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> What, what what was what was there a moment in your lifetime when you were doing one of these strongman competitions or whatever, but you you did you pulled that truck over the mark or whatever the case may be? You're like, holy cow! I just did this. Like, did you do you remember the first time where it's like, wow, kind of thing? Um, almost every time's like that. <laughs> so you get you, the rush I mean, even still, not no yeah. matter what. Okay, yep. yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're beat to crap at the end of the day, and like this last competition, it took eight hours to complete the whole entire thing which was a pretty long day um i competed in bodybuilding once which wasn't really my thing but then i got into powerlifting which is you just do squat bench and deadlift and when you're 
you're getting ready to lift and all the other people in the sport in the, the sport that day are there and everybody's cheering everybody on and everybody's right there to assist you with whatever you need and you know it's, we're all competing against each other but at the same time at the end of the day we're all brothers and sisters trying to do the best that we can do for ourselves like mm-hmm. that just sold me immediately in powerlifting and then also in strongman it's the same thing if like if you guys happen to go back and watch any of my videos or i can post one into the the keto man's group but there was an event where i had to carry a 475 pound frame then pick up a well it was a, like a t-bar with weights on it that was 250 pounds carry it back and then pick up a 250 pound stone well it it mimics a stone but it's an implement you put it on your chest and you walk back down again with it it was the most cardiovascular thing that i've ever done and i seriously felt like i was going to explode by the time i was done but if you watch the video you can see almost everybody in the competition competitors fans the judges everybody just screaming and you know come on come on you can do it you can make it and that's <laughs> that's the best feeling ever even if you don't make it just everybody's there for everybody so yeah how does your wife feel about having uh, a husband whose uh, biceps are as big as her head <laughs> that's actually her favorite part she's she's told me before that i need to go back to bodybuilding so they get bigger but i think i think she likes the strongman aspect too so i can pick up whatever she needs me to pick up <laughs> for Usually, those who are in- she comes home from the grocery store and then i carry everything in so. the 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 reference is a photo that aaron put up in the keto man club uh earlier in may um that's and i'm looking at it right now it says i was posing for my wife after an at-home workout and she wanted to see if my arms were as big as her head and i see a little bit of her forehead a little bit of her hairline and that's about (laughs) it so you you knocked it out with that one sir so let's talk a little bit about how your family and friends maybe these other competitors that you've uh, you know fighting side by side with for those that know that you're keto what have their reactions been uh do you have any other athletes that are like dude you need the carbs or you know those types of things what has that been like yes absolutely every single person i talk to dude you need to eat carbs and i'm like well i'm right here next to you lifting the same you are i obviously don't really need them but i mean i've gotten it from my strength coach i mean i've I coach people as well, but the guy that uh, that's making my program, every time we talk, are you going to eat carbs now? Are you going to eat carbs again now? I'm like, no, dude, this is, we talked about this multiple times. I do keto now. This is how I'm going to train and this is how I'm going to compete. Um, luckily, my wife has been on board since day one. So that makes everything super easy. She, we struggle together and, you know, every once in a while we'll want that donut, but every time, it, you know, we talk each other off the ledge or whatever, but anybody else, family members, friends, anybody I've talked to, they're like, oh that's just a fad diet you know that's you're gonna have a heart attack or you know whatever and i'm like dude you need to look at the research and you need to see the studies and hear these people and talk to these people that have you know been doing it for six months a year two years longer and they're the epitome of health you know like i don't know how you can argue with that it may not be the diet or the way of eating for everyone but yeah the fad diet thing never goes away yeah i'm three years in and i I still get that to this day like like, you know you can't do that forever i'm like well three years is a pretty good stretch of time i guess i might as well stick to it another three more to see right. what happens just for you know your benefit right. <laughs> <laughs> right yep absolutely so yeah and i hope to i hope to continue that and i mean i'm not trying to prove to anybody that this is the way to be or that you know they should be competing as a ketogenic athlete but you know this is what i do and i proof to show you that it can be done so so what is your favorite food what what is it that and and i've, I've used this in episode <laughs> I said this in <laughs> from your past. Oh, wait, sorry, I totally get that. Totally accept wait, that answer. Back. I live in Round Rock, Texas. Home of the Round Rock Donut is the absolute best donut in the world. I can't have it. 
but nice yeah oh yeah that round rock donuts no joke i'm just lucky that uh, i moved down here before i started keto and at least i got to experience the round rock donut before i completely changed everything uh but yeah (laughs) so what is your favorite keto food and as we said in episode one it can't be steak right yeah so i was thinking about that and my absolute easiest answer is bacon (laughs) so like pig steak i'll take it Pig yes, steak. Take that answer. That is freaking brilliant. <laughs> Why has nobody ever thought of that? You need to lay claim on that, man, yeah. and, and like, you know, trademark it or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that, that's it. And add that to the t shirt list. Yes. Yeah, hell yeah. Yes. Okay, so Aaron, I, <laughs> uh, seriously, we'll uh, we'll come home and eat half a pound of bacon for a snack. It's I'm surprised it's only half a pound. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> One of the things, and, and I bring this up because I think that it's an important thing to, to say, is you, you're a professional at this. This is something that you're sponsored. And some of your sponsors aren't typically, or aren't your typical, or they aren't keto related. So you've, you've mentioned it one or two. Talk about how that dynamic has been for you. What, what has that been? What's, uh, what's not keto about a pancake house and a pizza place? I mean, come on. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the pancake and the pizza yeah. part yeah <laughs> right. oh yeah that's right there you go i forgot about those <laughs> um it's it's actually been super easy um the it, jimmy's pancake house is the pancake house and they're actually only a few bo- blocks from my house um they're super popular in our area and it's a family-owned restaurant they're originally from greece there's like 20 booths and six tables it's just a little shop um of course, before keto, I would get a whole plate of pancakes and biscuits and gravy and French toast, whatever. But, you know, I explained to them what I'm doing and then that's how I'm doing it. And I'll get just an omelet and a side of bacon or, you know, a side of sausage and their bacon and their sausage and their omelets are amazing. Um, anything that has carbs with it, they'll take it off or replace it or substitute it for me. So, I mean, there's that place super easy, just like any other breakfast place. I'm sure you just go in and order anything that's keto friendly and you're good to go. So, so you're saying it's possible. Oh, absolutely. That's amazing. That, that my friend is my absolute favorite thing about uh, eating keto. I've, like I said before, I've tried numerous diets, numerous. And you know, you, your friend calls, Hey man, we're going to go out for drinks. Oh, I can't, I'm doing this diet. Hey man, we're going to go out for breakfast. I can't, I'm doing this diet. I can't eat that shit. Hey man, we're going to go out for pizza and a beer later. Oh, can't do that. I'm on a diet. That, you know, keto is the best. You can do anything anywhere and make it fit how we needed to have it fit, which, you know, pizza and a beer that leads to my other sponsor, St. Giuseppe's Heavenly Pizza. And those guys just came out, I think it was sometime last year with a crustless pizza. So they just have a tin, like a metal tin bowl and just put all the toppings and it's amazing. You're very lucky. That does not exist in my town at all. And I've tried two different pizza place owners and said, make a crustless pizza. It's not that hard. Here's a picture. Here's others. Oh yeah, we need to do that. So the the fact that you found one that does it and hopefully does it well, that's awesome. Oh yeah. It's the best man. And it, I mean, he was doing it before we even got in contact with each other. We were eating regular pizza from them forever. But I think from us eating so many crustless pizzas, he was having a hard time with all the leftover dough because just a week ago, he came out with the pizza zone, which is a whole entire pizza with crust on the top and the bottom. Ah. <laughs> okay. Well, that obviously is not keto, but making it work. He's doing what he but needs. But you can to still do. look across the room and appreciate what it is. Right. Absolutely. Well, it's, it's, it's great that your sponsors have been willing to work with you and, and understand that this is important to you. And 
and they and that's really you know beyond the the idea that yes you can go to these places and ask for seemingly simple modifications and get it done fairly easily and you know yep, beyond absolutely. that yeah and, and then beyond that you know you can still get your your sponsorships you can still make these deals and continue to to do what you're doing and that's important yeah absolutely i can still promote them and not feel like i'm you know lying to the customers or to myself or whatever exactly. so yeah, exactly it's that's awesome. so huge that's mm-hmm. so huge okay so uh we're kind of coming close on time so let's go ahead and start wrapping things up a bit um we we already talked to Look, go ahead i just want to ask one last thing i apologize but tell me because we haven't really talked about the club but real quick what what have you enjoyed about keto man's club um because every one of our guests has had taken some benefit out of being part of that group so what's been a benefit fit for you Great question. I was wondering about that. Um, it's mostly been the shirtless pictures of Alberto and uh, all the <laughs> free the keto, free the keto nipple, the hashtag that will That's never right. die. <laughs> yep. Neither one of those two things are going to slow down anytime soon. So you, you, <laughs> I'm lucky you. I'm coming for you, man. I told you. I'm going to start posting them every day. No shirt. <laughs> uh, no, it's it's a great place. I. I'm glad that I know there's the toxic masculinity has been thrown around a lot lately. And uh, I know that, you know, men have a hard time speaking their mind, talking their feelings. You know, they think that they can't talk to their spouse or their friends or whatever. And it is easier to talk to someone you don't know, you know, in depth, in person to share your feelings and emotions so that it's a great place to do that. I mean, it's not just about eating steak and bacon. It's, you know, everybody is there. It's just like, you know, take it back to my sport of choice. Everybody's there for each other. Everybody's cheering each other on. It doesn't matter if you've lost weight, gained weight, fell off the wagon. You know, it doesn't matter. We're not competing against each other. We're all there to help each other become better versions of ourselves and that i mean that's the most important thing right there amen good deal glad to hear it i think you've got the the the, the idea of our mission here and what we're trying to do because that that's it pretty much for sure pretty much echoing what what our what our desire is and so uh men being able to be men around men uh and be able to be real which is such a an important thing but also to be healthy and for us keto is how we do that Right. So, uh, so yeah. With that, uh, is there any other questions from, from the other two guys? I think I'm tapped out. Aaron's great job of answering our, our 20 questions so far. Hey, anytime. Yeah, I just got one only because I'm a I'm I'm actually watching your videos right now. Like, is is this in a hotel conference room? Yes, yes, it is. It's at the Grand Harbor Resort in Dubuque, Iowa. That's a. Uh... And they don't have any problem with you guys like dropping thousands of pounds on their floors like repeatedly. <laughs> it's just, well, it's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, it, it just it's so surreal because I mean they're, they're, I'm, I'm staring at him pull a truck inside a hotel conference room. You know they're they're doing all these these moves with what is at least 225 pounds. And you know when you can't get it, what are you gonna do? You're gonna drop it. And and uh, yeah, I, that's I'm just curious. Like this it, it's fascinating. And, and man, you you are incredibly fast and incredibly strong. Well, thank you for that. If you notice, there's uh, black mats underneath everything we're doing. I don't know how well you can see that in the videos, but so those are like half an inch thick black rubber mats that you can, you know, a lot of gyms have those, but they specifically brought those from their gym to keep underneath whatever we would be dropping or throwing or whatever. And that, believe it or not, that small amount actually provides a lot of protection to the floors. And I'm sure that's probably the only way they allowed them to do it is since they had that. Yeah, and I'm looking at a post from uh, May 5th. Uh, look it up, Aaron Overstreet. Uh, it's it's spelled the way it sounds, and he's got a, what I'm looking at, I think about five, six, seven, eight, nine videos up here. And uh, 
it's something else, man. You, you definitely got to watch it to appreciate it. Is yeah, you want to talk about cardiovascular movements? Yeah, you, dude, oh, this hurts. is incredible. It hurts to breathe, man. That that carry event, I had to take off my belt and lay down. It hurts to breathe. Mm. It was bad, but I made it, and uh, you know, never give up. So <laughs> absolutely, Jim. How about you? Any parting sharks? Um, you know, again, as I said at the beginning of the, the episode, I'm grateful for all the people who are uh, tuning in and listening to the podcast. Uh, we're we're a few weeks out on this one from when we launched. So um, as you're hearing this, we we continue to rack up new followers, new listeners, new members to the club, and um, just very very grateful for the whole experience. So keep on keeping on, everybody. Okay, so one of the things that we normally do is we do a round robin, and obviously all four of us are. are in the, the, the Facebook group so you get, get in contact with us there uh, so uh, for those that want to get to my other social media that I have that's keto, ketogenic related uh, you can find me at duckman at duckman keto on Instagram that's probably where you'll find my uh, keto specific stuff otherwise uh, you've got duckman1221 for all of my day to day stuff so uh, Jim what's your social information um, as you mentioned great way to catch me is through the keto man's club on Facebook um, you can also find me on Instagram, Jim Inman Jr. Jim Inman Jr. Um, on there, you'll see pictures of my dogs and life in general. Uh, so uh, tag me, check me out over there as well. Okay, very good. And Aaron, how can people get a hold of you? Is it just through the Facebook group mainly? Uh, I'm definitely in the Facebook group very often. Uh, anytime anybody ever needs to talk to me, they can hit me up there. Uh, other than that, I'm just on regular, normal, old Facebook. So you can just search me, Aaron Overstreet, find somebody lifting something. That's probably me. <laughs> very cool. <laughs> that's easy to find that way. That's a, that's a good marker. Uh, Alberto just dropped off suddenly due to technical issues. So we're just going to give his information out here real quick. He is at capital underscore painter on, Inst- on Instagram. So you can go follow him and his random randomness he's also posting a lot on the uh on our podcast instagram so you'll want to follow us all as we're all submitting to it that is at keto man's club podcast so make sure that you give us a follow on instagram if you aren't a member of the facebook group an easy way to find it is to go to the keto man's our website is there for you to uh, easily find our our facebook group right now and then the last thing is uh, we want to invite you if you have any questions, comments, ideas, we'd love to hear those and you can email those to us. At, uh, the email address for that is ketomansclubpodcast at gmail.com. Okay, so that's enough of, of, of all that. We really appreciate you tuning in today. And Aaron, thank you again for being on the podcast. It was great to get to know you a little bit better and to get to dive a little bit deeper into your life and your journey. We look forward to getting to see more strongman stuff coming from you fueled by fat. That sounds like it will be a lot of fun. So that's, uh, yeah. Absolutely. Thanks Absolutely. a lot, guys. It was awesome. Much appreciated. So that's all for us this week. Go ahead and make sure that you subscribed and we'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us for the Keto Man's Club podcast. Your support means the world to us. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Would you help us spread the word about the Keto Man's Club by sharing with your friends and family? We're available on all podcast platforms, so just search for Keto Man's Club and you'll find us. If you would like to connect with us, you can do so a number of ways. Our web address leads to our Facebook group, theketomansclub.com. That's T-H-E-K-E-T-O. M-A-N-S-C-L-U-B dot com. 
You can also follow us on Instagram at Keto Man's Club Podcast. Lastly, if you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out via email to Keto Man's Club Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you again for joining us today, and we look forward to hanging out with you again next week.